0: Introducing the new DigiCert. As the leading provider of high-assurance SSL, TLS, and PKI certificates, DigiCert is all about improving security across the web and IoT. DigiCert is committed to helping customers and partners successfully deploy identity, authentication, and encryption solutions. They'll even help you figure out which certificate you need to secure your web domains, apps, devices, and more. Check out the Cert Wizard tool under the SSL tab on digiCert.com. The average time between being hacked and realizing you've been hacked is one year. Can you afford to let an intruder roam your network for that long? Can your company weather the fallout when this comes to light? Black Hills Information Security can find the bad guys in your network and train you to do it yourself. Email consulting at blackhillsinfosec.com to find out how a hunt teaming engagement can help you find a persistent threat in your network. Signal Sciences is the industry's first web protection platform that works in any cloud, any container, any platform as a service, and any modern application architect. The Signal Sciences web protection platform can be deployed in next generation WAF, RASP, or reverse proxy modes, giving customers ultimate flexibility and coverage. Protect your web applications with Signal Sciences web protection platform. Signal Sciences protecting applications, connecting teams. For more information, check them out at signalsciences.com forward slash PSW. Welcome back, everyone, to Paul's Security Weekly. Uh, I'm here with a, a new cast of, of characters actually in studio for this segment. Uh, we're going to talk about cyber exercises. We've been doing the exercise thing when we say that. Exercise, cyber, cyber exercises. Oh. We don't need to move. We just need to type to do cyber exercises, right? That's wonderful. Thanks, guys. Patrick Laverty is still here with us. Doug White. Has joined us, Doctor Doug White. Yay, Dougie Nipples. That's your nickname. That's what they keep calling me. I, I kind of like it actually. I kind of like it too. Yeah, I like to. Sh- I like Dougie, Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh is good, but Dougie Nipples has yeah. a certain nobody forgets that quickly. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi, right? It's, it's Dougie Nipples. Quoi, it just—that's yes. what they put on my door down at the school now. So <laughs> it's so Dougie Nipples,
1: <laughs> Professor. It's right, it's right under Burnin' Hell, Vinkman. So, <laughs> <laughs> <here's your song. laughs>
0: Professor Nipples. <laughs> Profe- calling Professor Nipples. <laughs> Oh boy! So we are here with uh, two gentlemen from the Massachusetts Army National Guard. G6 is that like G unit, like the studio? Is that is it G unit or like not? flying a
2: G6 jet? Oh, okay. No, okay, no. no. G6 communications. It's a signal department. Okay, pretty much. It's the communications mission command um, department section, if you will.
0: See, we're G. Your G. We're, uh, we're, we're, G right we're G's. Almost the same thing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> not not even close. Uh, Chris, LG, and Lee Ford are here with us. Welcome.
3: Thanks. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, and appreciate so you having us. And so your Chris, Chris, Chris. Rager,
0: Chris and, and your Lee, just we don't Lee. get confused as to who's who here today. So, <laughs> and, and Doug. Uh, uh, and Doug. I, I'm in Dougie, a shot. <laughs> Dougie Nipples. Dougie Nipples. I'm in I both shots. <laughs> so uh, dude, let's start with a little bit of your uh, background. So Chris, you've got uh, you're a, a, hu- a father of four. A husband of four would be different Mm, maybe (laughs) there's a word for that but now live in utah (laughs) yes (laughs) but father of four so you have like your own mini army going on over there uh i've got three apparently i gotta catch up uh you're a pen tester and part-time army officer but most importantly you are a backup church bass player yes which if you could make a career out of that would be awesome
3: yeah, that unfortunately is an unpaid gig like fathering.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's a legit, like, good bass player, the varsity
3: guy. I'm the JV guy for when he's not there. I got gotcha. you.
0: Yeah. I got gotcha. you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh,
2: and, Lee, let's see what it says about you. Uh, you <laughs> <laughs> kept all, I kept it all business. Uh, uh, I thought what he was going to send me, you know, the military is like, all right, well, give me this info a sec information. And I was like, okay, I'll give you exactly that, that right there is probably the chunk of InfoSec that I have right there.
0: Yeah. You were a cyber Yankee. What's that?
2: So cyber Yankee is actually the exercise that we've been working on okay. this actually past two days and it's going to go in for uh, the next week and a half, actually. And that's actually the National Guard Region 1 exercise that we're currently working on. Oh, so.
0: see, Chris didn't tell me the name. He just, oh. I didn't know it was Cyber... Or you did and I forgot. Yeah. Did you say Cyber Yankee? I would have remembered that term. I don't
2: remember.
3: Maybe, yeah, you probably would have remembered that. And we actually brought gifts from Cyber Yankee as well. We made up some ridiculously uh, yeah. large red team
2: badges. That's awesome. Don't worry, you guys won't ever forget now. <laughs>
0: There we go. It's on. The, thank you. It's on the badge. Oh, now we look can, at that insanity right. It's there. awesome. Really? And there's oh, some kind of yeah, is that is blank. that like a
2: RFID uh, NFC? We're just know? tracking you guys. You know, we just want to make sure we know. By, the the, going, by right? accepting
1: the badge, you are now in the army. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the U.S.
2: Need to sign
0: someone to come grab me and take me to boot camp. Well,
4: <laughs> well that should you, be fun. You, you, hey, you might not be in the army, but you're you're definitely in the surveillance program. So congratulations. the satellites
0: are tracking you now. So uh, tell us a little bit about the Cyber Yankee. Now, did you guys create it or you run exercises on it? Like, what what is it for those that don't know... What a cyber exercise is.
3: Yeah, so, so there are a bunch of cyber exercises across the country that the military does, and this is one just for our region. It's, it's uh, the, Part of the idea is that it, everybody can drive there, right? Because there are some in, in Indiana or in Utah, but that's it's kind of a drag if you're in New England. So right. it's a good local exercise where, <clears throat> where we can train defenders. The, the, the focus of the exercise is training defenders like Lee here to. Uh, to blue teamers. Blue teamers to respond to, to the attacks of the red teamers. Right.
0: And so is, uh, is it like a bunch of hardware and software, like virtual systems that are put together to simulate a red team and a blue team, or just a blue team?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's supposed to simulate. Um, so not only is blue team getting training, but it's also red team getting training as well, because I know mm-hmm. you guys are, actually for the past, what, today, up until we came over here, you guys were just sweating it out inside the, uh, the, the room with the red team trying to develop what they're doing, and then blue team is going through a week of training as well. So really, it's, it's virtual. They're working through VMs as well. But I mean, for the years before, they, we tried to you know harness it ourselves and create our own actual infrastructure. And then now we're starting to outsource where we're like, okay, now these products actually exist. We don't have to use all this M-Day work and sweat, which we still do, and thank mm-hmm. God for them as well. But um, it's definitely now where it's becoming a lot more streamlined. But it's definitely an exercise with both red and blue teams they're both getting training on both sides of the uh, ring. So. I
1: was there last year. I, I was on Cyber Yankee. You were. It doesn't yeah. surprise me. I didn't <laughs> get invited back for some strange reason. But because, <laughs> probably because you are a Cyber Yankee. but <laughs> No, I was. It was cool. They have they have hardware. I, I was a like white team or something. I don't remember. I was, I was one of the like civilian
0: agitators or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I've been and on the, the – so well, we've had the – well, it sounds similar to the CCC competition. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, blue team, red team, white team. Mm-hmm. And then um, – so the, the red team really like bring their own stuff like basically and just kind of plug into the environment or do you have an environment built for the pre-built for the red team?
2: right so actually you could probably go on that because like, you guys are built you guys are currently building the, the environment as well as going through the actual like injects that you plan to right yes. to throw at us you know? right so it's all story driven
3: and we've got Intel guys who made this whole thing about you know the Krasnovians and and uh, president you know Vladimir Tupin not any <laughs> relation to anyone in Russia. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, we're building all the, all the red team injects to, to do that. So we've got, uh, just virtual attack boxes in, in the range. Uh, so we just, it's all BYOD. We, we bring our laptops, open up a web browser, go in, connect to whatever machine we need to get on and, uh, and create the effects for the blue team training.
0: So what is it, So Lee, you're on the blue team oh, yeah. and Chris, you're on the red team. And so what does the blue team have to defend? Like put it in context for us.
2: Everything. So, uh, <clears throat> what we have is, uh. So a lot more is focusing on the ICS and SCADA systems. Mm-hmm. But really, a lot of the network and topology and whatnot is more so like an enter, enterprise. And so you have your so the DMC you, and
0: then... They give you SCADA systems and Active Directory you know, and said, good luck? <laughs> yeah, so that's where it's like, we we're like,
2: you know, we know we're going to get black guys. We're going to get bruises. It's just making sure we brought the Neosporin. So we're going to be ready right. for it. But yeah, they pretty much like they bring out the network topology with the enterprise. And they're like, all right, let's connect this SCADA system to it. And now that you guys are trying to get familiar with these protocols and the way that we're attacking it this way, let's add in SCADA. Can you take this wild card? I don't know. We're, we're already sitting down there. And I mean, it's a great exercise for us to have because, um, I mean, that's how you learn. You learn a lot from just the, the – really from the failure. Failure is just the feedback piece. Well, it's funny. We, we, we really joke like. about
0: drill sergeants you know, yelling in your face, and obviously there's reasons for that to prepare you for stuff. It's the same thing in the cyber exercises, except likely someone's not... Well, I wouldn't discount that. I, and there's usually not crying. Well, no, there's no, sometimes that's that's that. that. <laughs> but it, it, is, it is very much that. It, it, you know, It's a different story when you have to troubleshoot something and nobody's asking you when it's going to be fixed, right? And no one's complaining. It's a totally, it, so it's in your own lab. It's a totally different thing when you get into the real world in your first job and you unplug the wrong cable from the token ring switches and you realize that token ring is an actual token that goes around in a ring and when it's unplugged the whole network goes down and then you have to fix it and when you're in that pressure situation you have to be able to make decisions you have to be able to troubleshoot um and, and you can't just stop and, and cry even though sometimes you want to but that's the purpose one of the family. the goals for uh, lee and the blue team is put you in that situation mm-hmm. so you can experience that like we're hacked without really being hacked but and still simulate that same environment. And un- oh,
1: yeah. Unlike uh, like CTFs, mm-hmm. I- I've written several uh, Xs for police and I even some guard stuff for Rhode Island back back when. Sometimes there is no winning scenario. Yeah, I mean, there beca- because there the-, be. the guard and the police people have to deal with sometimes unwinnable situations where it's just the world is ending deal with it you know it's not about i can take over this box and i can accomplish the objective it's more about like what do you do when 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 the dam breaks and and all the mainframes are down and what was your response to this rather than how do you fix it it's more about what are we going to do to keep things
0: under control and injects are uh, like critical to that yeah right Right. and so when i was doing ccdc their injects were awesome because they'd be like all right we're taking all the team leaders and we're bringing them off site or guess what you just lost communications or they'd go in right. and like they take all the keyboards or something like just like random stuff just and you don't always have to develop stuff either cuz i wrote one once mm-hmm. where it was like you
1: know, you, you need to solve this, this crypto problem, which was not that complicated, but I had an inject, and so when they started solving the crypto problem, it was like, oh, no, it was a worm. You know, and mm-hmm. it was like and I didn't have to write the worm or actually take over the system. It was just like a piece of paper that said, oh, no, it's a worm. You're screwed. Yeah. And then it was like, what do you do now? And so mm-hmm. your whole your whole operation, all your comms just went down, and, and that was because those were police people that were trying to learn, what do we do when this really happens? Instead of, I'm trying to win a contest, it's like, I'm just trying to survive here, so. Yeah.
2: And that's the winning. Really, the winning comes from the learning. And that's the thing is it's not to win. You know, we we all get focused on, all right, well, we have to defend and and make sure we lock everything down. And I know last year for the exercise, um, we kind of got in that mindset of, we're going to stop them from getting in. Well, that's easy to do. We just blocked everybody in the firewall. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, we had the range coming in. They They started throwing in simulations where they brought me in front of a general and was like, you need to unblock this right now Right, or else you're losing your rank, you're losing everything, your family, dishonor and everything. I'm like, all right, I don't know what happened. Did anybody see that on the change logs? And we we found out that one guy was like, no, they're not going to win. And they just blocked it. They didn't go through a change log, Mm no process. And then eventually I think it was like day three or something like that when you've already been sweating around like – how come we're not get, we're not seeing more traffic, you know? And mm-hmm. finally, he unblocked it, and we actually dosed <laughs> another team, another blue team, because like uh, you have Larry, you have all this traffic going through, and they were sitting there thinking, "We're like, why is Blue Team One attacking us?" We're like, "We're sorry, we tried to block everything, and instead, we just wanted to hose everybody else."
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I played an assert one one time, and I and and I figured up the points. They actually had a pointing system on that one, and before the night before, I figured up the points, and I realized that. I would lose fewer points by being taken offline yes. than I would by, by letting them attack me, and I figured they are gonna take me out because they just push all these buttons and hose me down. So I just air-gapped everything. I, just, I physically reached around and plugged all my ports out, and I was like, I'm gonna fix all this stuff while they're running, and of course, then they injected me and went like, oh, no, you can't do that, no, the rack is locked. And I was like, I have a crowbar.
2: <laughs> I have a wrecking bar. <laughs> and
1: he was like, yeah, you can't do that either.
0: So, I have my lockpick set. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like,
2: we'll never get to my files. <laughs> the files
0: are in the computer <clears throat> we've also done it <clears throat> excuse me on the red team as well Whereas if the red team are too obvious about their attacks they would get arrested yeah. and they actually had law enforcement yeah. there mm-hmm. to simulate the actual arrest mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool do you guys do that or no
3: no, we're, it's more of an administrative thing. Where, where you know, you guys actually,
0: and this is a little you spoiler totally, alert. You totally should do that, though. Chris I, I is I like, so. no, no, please, no. <laughs>
2: I don't think it looks good in handcuffs.
1: <laughs> Have uh, some MPs just come in and smack them yeah, with the yeah. butt of the rifle and be no, like, no, taser, taser. Oh yeah, taser. Yeah. taser it's electronic. Cool.
2: It's got electricity going through.
1: I think know? that's better. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
3: those are legal in Massachusetts.
2: Tasers? Tasers? Yeah. I know a lot of things. About it's a military there. exercise. Make them sign a release. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. They can give
1: people LSD and test right. their response. It's like, you know, yeah, you might be tasered during this exercise. People would sign up for that.
2: The release was signing up for the army. <laughs> well, that's for you. I'm talking. You got to get <laughs> the civilians kidding,
1: in there. You know, you bring <laughs> the civilians in and go, yeah, you might be tasered today. Yeah,
3: right, right. Who wants to try tear gas? Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> not. What's that other no, gas? What's the gas do. that makes
1: you puke? The the other one. There's a puke gas too. Oh. It's oh, wow. really bad. They you haven't done that one. I, brother, I didn't do it. My brother <laughs> it, did it. They made Mark's, him go in the trailer. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah you go in a tent or something. You go like in a trailer that. and sit there, and they release it, and everybody starts yakking, and then everybody runs outside, and they have video of everybody like on their hands and knees, crying and puking, and yeah, it's like well, that was I guess that was good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Best home family videos.
1: <laughs> okay, how about you have to Wait, you, so, you have the blue team while you're being gassed, so <laughs> it's like a good experiment. So make them wear gas masks and then release puke gas in the atmosphere. Like you have to get into the defense
2: not my team. Yeah. You can do the other teams. How <laughs> do you kind got a
0: keyboard though?
2: Uh, you just switch it out.
0: So are, are, are there physical attacks uh, uh not like on people but physical <laughs> attacks on the systems uh, in play? Like So
2: so Wait, we don't wanna,
0: we don't want to give too much away to Lee cuz he, he doesn't
3: he's sure. going to defend. Yeah, the, right? the exercise is but... coming
2: up in, in next week actually is when the <laughs> exercise is going to take place. Right now we're going through training phases. Yeah. And then next week will actually be um. when you know, red teams behind the closed doors and not, like, sitting with us, you know. So,
0: in exercises in the past, I won't name names, but certain people may or may not have, after hours when the exercise was shut down for the day and we were (laughs) going to come back the next day, may have broken into (laughs) the blue team area and implanted things. And I think since that happened, they said, all right, to avoid basically like breaking and entering charges we should probably make an inject where the red team does have physical access to the blue team and so that has been you know an inject in many exercises that that i've been involved with since then because you know sometimes uh and and then at one point it actually became part of the game and that larry had made rfid badges Mm -hmm. uh for red team and blue team and so that was the first thing i went after because it was in scope in the game if you could clone a blue team badge you could gain physical access to the room i'm like I got, I got this, and there's, there's a funny story about me. The, basically, the whole attack hinged on the fact that I read Larry's bash history on the system where he had the writer, because there was only one writer because they're expensive, so it was a community mm-hmm. writer, and I read his bash history, and that's how I figured it out. I, I it was wrote, a totally I one, unscientific hack. Was, I,
1: I wrote one that had a whole bunch of physical components to it because it's for the police, and they were trying to not only just test their, their gear— they have a van and all these things. They want to test response times. So we actually went and broke in a police barracks. And, and, I mean, they knew we were doing it. But, I mean, we went and broke in the night before and and left evidence there. And they, had to, they actually had to physically travel there, find the evidence, which mm-hmm. was, like, stashed, and, and then recover it and then start analyzing and then find another location. They gave me a firehouse. So it was pretty cool. And, uh, and we got to take over the firehouse. And then their objectives were, like, they had to um, – they had to actually get a, a Wait, photo. did you go in
0: the actual evidence locker? Hmm?
1: No. Oh. <laughs> right. The yeah. simulation. Episode. No, it was a simulation. We had
0: like a few pounds of heroin. Yeah, that, we <laughs> that was a good it's year. <laughs> Stacks but, of hundreds. Uh, they, had, they had
1: to track it down, and then they actually had to monitor like uh, our streams. They were using all kinds of gadgets to gather uh, data. They were air sniffing us, and the objective was they had to get a, a, a headshot of me with a camera, that they could get facial recognition on with another group. Hmm. And until they could do that, they couldn't get a warrant. But when they did that, they got a warrant and they could come in and arrest all of us. And so that was sort of the end, that was the end. So index. you just
0: wore a Guy Fox mask for the <laughs> No, we did. I,
1: I bought a whole box that we didn't tell them that. And we were throwing them curveballs. balls. And what we did was they thought I was gonna walk out in front and go, mm-hmm. and instead I, I put on it, I had everybody there had Guy Fox masks. And what would happen was every little bit, somebody would walk outside and raise a mask and light a cigarette. And, and it, the smoke, between the smoke and the fact that there was a mask and people weren't standing nice and square to the camera, mm-hmm. they learned a lot about how to use their surveillance equipment because that was sort of part of the exercise. And they, they had a great deal of difficulty getting that facial recognition to hit on me. Uh, and I was in the system. They finally got it, but it, you know, it was like we learned a whole lot of things from Three that.
4: packs
0: of cigarettes like. later. <laughs>
1: <gasps> actually, I was, I was surprised at how many of the people that were participating smoked. I, I don't smoke, but I, I would just like light a cigarette and go out there and stand with it. It was sort of the, you know, the excuse. It was a cigarette, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> Something that burned. Something that burned, yeah. Then we tried it with bongs. And yeah, we, yeah, all guys, yeah. so you know, right cigars. The yeah.
2: right. <laughs> so, so does the, the red team actually have rules and the scope as to how far they can go? And might you go beyond that scope?
3: Yeah, I mean, we we certainly do have. There's uh, rules of engagement that yep. we have to deal with uh, in this particular range. There's a control plane that's on a you know 10 dot whatever network that we we're not allowed to use at all, and then the the in game scope. So yeah, there are definitely left left and right rim- limits. Um, when it comes to the the, the physical things like the, I I love the police thing or the evidence and the cameras. Uh, we're we the military, so so our piece of that is going to be we've got uh, we're actually building now some laptops and thumb drives to put out on. A, uh, out in a training site, cool. and the the special forces guys are gonna you know, fast rope in and awesome. grab the, grab them and then bring them to the blue team. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> bring them to the blue teams to do forensics on. So that's yeah, it's all about bringing. Time. We're trying to make it more combined. And, on, and I've, so th- I've done again. them
1: where we had we we had evidence that you could see through a window. You know, oh, cool. it was just surveillance. So if you actually took time and looked through a spotter scope or through binoculars, you could see. You know, like passwords or something written on a card that was inside of a window. And, and when the red team people found that, they were able to, to you know, go, okay, now we can get in. And it was, this, it was this, you know, very obvious thing that we were trying to, you know, see if they would discover that. So we we're trying to teach them to surveil and, and do those things. But we also had a blue team exercise once where they had the same problem. <laughs> <laughs>
3: did they have to enhance it all when they were looking through the image no they were enhance, using but they were enhance.
1: using binoculars actually there was any of that tv stuff where it's like <laughs> zoom in on square 35 and then they just keep zooming in and CSI it keeps getting separate. sharper and sharper so you can go it's a, it's a diamond i think yeah yeah, it's a, yeah. no it was it, but it was just using mark one eyeball kind of stuff and uh, although i had that in a real pen test once that i actually saw the network passwords through the window so
0: awesome. yeah which was pretty cool i had to visit like blade runner where you tell it to Verbal, you know, voice command to so zoom in on a specific mm-hmm. area. Exactly. Yeah. I should have brought my Voight
1: comp machine. Like mm-hmm. Flying car. Yeah. Well,
0: that would be even <laughs> cooler. But the Voight comp machine is pretty cool.
2: All the legal stuff you'd have to go for. A to go tortoise to is
0: lying on its back. Yeah. Um. So what? What is? So is this cyber exercise is for uh, just the army's usage, or is it? Do you like rent it out to others, or what's well, the?
2: It's it's uh it's actually so it's a joint it's actually joint um. Joint forces, and so we have we have not only you know just army, we have army national guard, and we have uh, air force national guard as well, and we have units from DC coming out our way. Mm-hmm. So it's not just region one, you know, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. You guys actually share with the air force? Really? That's yeah, we decide. I mean, yeah. I don't know if if, if if our facilities are nice enough for them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they do not stand the barracks. They oh, do not stand Right, right, <laughs> you know, I they get was extra just waiting pay because the they're just like. <laughs> It's not nice enough. The chair's not <laughs> is, is comfy enough. Is there dust in here? well no. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's great to, like, because they have a lot of information as well, and it's good to hear, like, their perspective and the way that they operate and the way we operate and to really kind of have that amalgam, if you will, like that mesh of um, operating, you know, to kind of have all those different ideas to come together. And, we, and also we have uh, industry mission partners. partners yeah. yeah, industry partners that mm-hmm. – that come in, um,
1: like Doug, like uh, yeah. No, right, I, right, I, I was yeah, there, I right. was there last year. We there was a whole bunch of civilians there that were doing that, and, and I've done uh, I did the Navy one, so we did a Navy war game uh, not too long ago. That was pretty cool. It was more, no, ing- I know it was more. You didn't invite the um, Navy
0: to your exercises that also on, on, on purpose? Never mind, <laughs> <laughs> they were out on the coast. <laughs> the, it's the summer, they're enjoying
2: the beaches. <laughs> they're like, do we have to be in the shaded, hot environment? There's too many computers on right now. We're getting a tan. instead of the blue screen
1: uh, we had a national level exercise that was all 50 states this was really cool it was all 50 states it was the guard units it was the ema units in the states and the police and so we it was really cool because it was it was almost all inject driven but it was being run out of the national security council in washington and and we were running i was running ops and the second day of the, I was doing, uh, like, site operations commander, and the, f- the second day I came in, they, they said, Ken Bell's dead. And I was like, what? And I, he was like, oh, no, uh, uh, exercise. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and I ended up being the like, uh, the, like, commander of the unit for that day, which was pretty creepy. because They tend to kill people in
0: these exercises
1: all the time. It's a good way to shift the command structure, right, right. And, and, yeah. and police do the same thing as military do, because if you want to shift your command structure, and you should, because if you've got a, a team, the team, even if it's a civilian operation, if you've got a red team for pen testing, what if somebody gets the flu and they don't show up that yes. day? And that yes. was the only person yes. who knew Python. It was the only person who knew what LDAP was. And with with the police into these same thing. If somebody gets just sick, they don't show up that day, they're on vacation. You've got to kill the Brent. Really early on in Absolutely. the exercise and, and Phoenix Project Reference. But,
0: so, but what we've learned so far is that um, when you run these exercises, any of these cyber exercises, we're kind of hitting on, I think, a lot of the good injects to have, right? Mm-hmm. Like people have to die. Kill Things have to be taken away. Uh, physical access should be in scope or at least part of the game to really kind of curb that curiosity uh, between teams would be you know, my recommendation as well. But
1: but scope's really important because people will go... And scope is important. People will go off the reservation, like I saw at an exercise, uh, somebody started doing, they were just making up their own injects, you know, and they they were saying, we're hacking back, we just took them out, so this problem is resolved. And it was like, no, you can't do that. But So it's good to to define that very clear scope, especially about physical stuff, because you really don't want people breaking things and causing massive
0: problems. Yeah, because like my favorite thing, if they're not clear about whether the scoring engine is in scope or not, is I just always hack the scoring engine and put my team, red team on the top, because that's just... Isn't
2: that the objective? Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and sometimes it's in scope, sometimes not. Yeah, it's... it's I mean, it. for me, it's pretty much always in scope, but... <laughs>
2: you get the A+, plus, they're like, alright, well, he hacked them and he hacked us. So. <laughs> right, exactly. The extra,
0: the extra... You mile. get two gold stars.
2: A- any advice
0: for those out there in, in terms of injects that we haven't covered so far that you believe are important?
3: Yeah, I think uh, one thing to think about a lot is, uh, you hear John Strand talking about get caught. Right when when we're doing this, we're gonna some of the injects will be subtle and some will be much less subtle. We want to make sure that we do get caught at some point, so you guys have the training value of of seeing all those all those little things. And then you know, hot wash at the end of the day. That, oh, did you catch this one and this one? Right. Uh, and in terms of flavors of inject, I think social engineering is a good one to put in as well, whether it's mm-hmm. by email or phone call or or having somebody walk in the in the blue room with a blue badge on. Um, right. Yeah.
0: It gets you, difficult in the exercise though to do social engineering because you pretty much. I mean. Someone sitting behind or in front of the computer you know or behind the computer and is basically knowing they're getting hacked and use the attacker or attacking a system where someone's sitting in front of it going i know that you're hacking me today like today is the day where there's an incident so social engineering can be kind of difficult these are so big though that you can i mean yeah, because there's sure. so
1: many people there like when i was i didn't know hardly any of the people that were at the cyber yankee i went to i knew a few people but and and because they had all these strangers there too i mean these guys didn't know who i was I yeah, I think you could I think you could do if you have a big enough exercise and that was so spread out there was lots of rooms and there was lots of places mm-hmm. so it was on a it was on a base right it was Yeah we actually
2: the- had a, uh there was a guy I think last year it was they pretended to be I think well was it white cell or help desk or something yeah. like that and the thing is you know you're supposed to check people at the doors like all right do you have yeah. access to this you guys are on the white list you guys are on the the black list you know and uh, we had one guy come in and I think um uh, he put a CD inside of yeah. one of the computers. Nobody knew about it. They're just like, "Oh, okay, it's it's lunch shift time." So half of the room was like, they're all shifting out, moving to go grab chow, and then no one monitored the doors or like, I guess gave that up to somebody. and They just walked in. and Was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, and Let you can emulate here. it with that. And, yeah. Um, so or, just just or that at least little, the the was it the the keyboard just a little bit to where it looks like it's in, but it's not wow, in. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the Ethernet cable. You
1: know? Yeah. And you can just simulate stuff, too, like going in there and then lunch and slapping a, a fake sniffer on there or even a real one, you know, just like mm-hmm. a keyboard keystroke grabber and put it on there. Mm-hmm. And then when they come back, you can do an inject that says, you do realize that all your credentials mm-hmm. just got compromised, you know, and, and
0: sorry. Wireless is, of course, fun to play with as well in the in the exercises as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to make sure, though, that because of the nature of wireless, that whatever facility you're at uh, is on board, right? And, and because sometimes... <laughs> The attacks leak over into the facility, uh-huh. and and so I mean that's a a collateral valid concern. Damage, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They suffer from collateral damage, and IT departments get really mad.
2: It's more like Comcast, the Army, and everyone and every one of their mother starts to come down. Like, did you did you do this? We're like, oh, how do I defer liability? Did someone <laughs> sign this? I'm working for somebody that I can point this at. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we try to do our best to where we're not. That's why we keep it within the the VMware and whatnot uh, to make sure that it's not blasting outside of it Mm. you know but
1: we just did a scope document so we did do a bunch of wireless Mm -hmm. and police exercise and it was the whole one of the whole points of it was to test some of their equipment and what we did was we just scoped it and it said you know you may not scope surveil because they they don't want to get in trouble either because there were actually actually civilian homes and things around and we said any any network that i don't i had some code that i put on the front of every ssid that said you know these are the only networks you should surveil because you don't want to get in trouble with this
0: yeah, the skated devices are interesting too. Yeah, because you do you tie in a physical component to the skated devices, or are they mostly virtual? Or, yep. yeah, we
3: t- we have two actual, well, actual simulated skated devices. <laughs> they're uh, basically Windows Seven computers with uh, knobs and dials on them and lights and sirens. And those are those are the only physical boxes we have at mm-hmm. the, at Cyber Yankee that are going to be VPN in the range. Everything else is virtual, sitting up there. So
2: they're like big microwave ovens. They're just <laughs> massive honking. Yeah, it's like two microwave ovens put together. Green and metal. then with the big screen on it, knobs. You know. So we actually do give a good run for the money in terms of the ICS skater piece with the PLCs and whatnot inside there. So you actually get the the, uh, the ICS protocols coming across as well. So it's a awesome. good experience overall.
0: It's fun to see something, uh, put something in play that has uh, a physical effect, like a, even a light or or, or something that... Uh, the red team can see, or the blue team can see. That's so. Cool. I didn't do this one, but I had a good idea. Mm-hmm. They make these mixing
1: boards. And, and the mixing boards, like they're just like regular old mixing boards, right? They got faders and all these knobs and lights and things on them. And my idea was, because you can actually get controls for these things now, so you you can actually get... Yeah, co- our,
0: our board. Has yeah, that,
1: yeah, so yeah. I was like, wouldn't it be cool in one of these exercises if the board was sitting up there in front of the room and nobody really knows what it is and he just got a sign that says SCADA, Dude, Johnny and then Bla- you see the, the <laughs> knobs Johnny Bla- start moving.
0: <laughs> Johnny Blaze like fell off his chair almost when I, first, I put it on my phone and I was like moving <laughs> The slider on my phone, the slider on the mixer. He's like, no way. It's like, that is so cool. Do that again. (laughs) And I thought if you attach
1: that to like a siren or something, it would be really cool. During the exercise, everybody's sitting, what is that thing? And it's like, well, you got to protect it. You know, you don't know... (laughs) <laughs> and you don't know anything about it so it's like a unique gadget that you yes. don't really know much about which is exactly the my, res, my experience with skater was it was exactly what it was you walk mm-hmm. in there's this giant wall of stuff and you have no idea how it works or how it was built or how anything and it starts moving and you're like oh we got to fix this you know how do we stop this attack and i, I was like one of my things i had thought up that i thought i should build for an exercise that i thought would be I cool i think
2: that'd be awesome and if you build it you know let us know because then we can have that over okay as well and these skated devices may have sirens yeah. Right. <laughs> Our strobe lights. You could yeah. do
1: DMX board and then do
2: lights that come on and off. That would be cool. The commander's is going to say just shut it off. Just unplug <laughs> it. The town's going to flood. That noise you Well, you we should have take. different different
0: <laughs> different instruments on each thing Ooh, and when you get them all would, oh, be to all go right. up. It plays um I think What was the song know? in the end of that sci-fi series with Edward James almost uh Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. Battlestar mm. What was the song in the about was it a Led Zeppelin song or something? Did know. you not it. it? Huh? Can you hug? When they all realize no. they're <laughs> but it was yeah, there was a, the thing that they decoded right. That was yeah. part of, it's been a while since I've seen the yeah, seen me too. The Show. I don't Something remember about the, the Joker and the the smoker in the, the oh, midnight smoker. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Steve Miller. It was.
0: Now, what that's was it in the end of band. Battlestar Galactica? Joff, someone's yelling. Someone, whoever's listening to this, knows the That's
4: that's like Steve. What's his name? That the that's not Led Zeppelin. Steve Miller. Steve that's, Miller. That was they, Steve they, Miller was nah, who that was, yeah. Not the one in the end of Battlestar Galactica. No, I know, but the one
0: you were singing was yeah, Steve Miller. No, no, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway. Off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Cyber yeah, X. talking
2: about like cyber ranges and things.
1: Oh, yeah, that stuff. Know. But, yeah, At, no, good. Or Led Zeppelin.
0: Questions? Oh, both. We can do both. Man, can that blast
2: that music and do the red versus blue mm. when that works
0: questions about not led zeppelin <laughs> Yeah, not led zeppelin job uh,
4: uh, yeah I, I, I have one uh, and that is no um, uh, i probably shouldn't ask this <laughs> <Now> <laughs> go we, for it oh too late <laughs> now the suspense it's floating in the clouds <laughs> the suspense the cloud infrastructure so why are we militarizing cyberspace
2: because mm. they need help too.
4: <laughs> no, it's it's an important question, right?
3: Because we we have a civilian-run military, and that's a very important thing to, to us, right? That's that, that distinguishes us from, from other uh, from other countries. Uh, and this, and uh, you know, the president, the SecDef, they're they're in charge of the military, and and, and we're we're separate from c- the civilian world for lots of good reasons. Uh, there's there are starting to be uh, new laws put in place where uh, the National Guard, specifically, you know, may be given more authority to, to help certain u- utilities out or, or critical infrastructure um, but we need to be aware of of uh, what those lines are what the limitations are and that's why part of this exercise includes those industry partners like doug that would be sitting on the network and so when when red's firing at blue from you know whatever this made up ip is uh blue can say hey i need to block this they need doug's permission to do that because it's his network right? right like we're not coming in and taking over we're coming in to help uh, if we're if we're invited in the door
0: uh, oh, it that, was Bob you know, Dylan's All Along the Watchtower, oh, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I couldn't remember it. I apologize. <laughs> oh, I should okay, know, but-
4: okay, you know, that's a fair answer. Um, I, I would ask you, though, um, in the event of uh, a severe attack scenario, um, could you not, uh, well, you probably do have the ability, or could you not uh, call the... Uh, Appropriate ISPs for the international peers and just say shut them down. That BGP beer, BGP peer is done, right? Uh, just you know, and then I tell the you what, right there. I tell you then. what,
0: Joff, that BGP beer is quite tasty. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm talking about the peer, Paul. But I love you. <laughs> you man. did say beer there earlier, though. You did say <laughs> beer. He's thirsty. Okay, it's the gin talking. Uh, but, my BGP uh, beers. Pretty good. No, I you yummy. know I'm kind of leveraging. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of leveraging the, the off routes. Our, the the routes they add to it are, are awesome. God. I'm kind of leveraging <laughs> off of our friend from god. prior shows. Cold medicine and alcohol together. <laughs>
2: job's just gonna quit.
4: All right. That's, it. That's it. I <laughs> wait. That would imply I get paid for this shit. Anyway, um, I just uh,
0: when they converge in your mouth, <laughs> it's oh god. <laughs> Jeff, I gotta say, I love you, man. You get stepped on all the time.
4: Brilliant guy. Not even ask the question, right? I mean, actually, I suppose the the real question focuses in on you know, there's got to be relationships, and there should be relationships between uh, DoD and the uh, Tier One ISPs, and there's gonna be a point where you just shut them off, Pierce. Oh, God damn it. Oh.
0: No, we were just clanking our glasses together, and I, I said, Piers.
4: <laughs> ah! Co- comment on the infrastructure uh, question for me, if you would, gentlemen. <laughs> sure.
3: And if it's not too late to say so, by the way, we should inject that, that Chris and Lee's opinions are not necessarily those of the Department of Defense, right. Massachusetts Army, National Guard, or anybody else cooler than we are, higher ranking than we are. Right. Uh, but, yeah, as far as infrastructure goes, I don't, I don't know. I mean, do, you have, do you have a feeling on, on how we, the military, should interface with, with – you know, the
2: Comcast. So uh I know that um at least when I was doing the project officer piece for uh the Cyber Battalion, is that we it, it really does come down to a lot of uh relationship building. It really <coughs> it requires that because the thing is the cyberspace, as you guys know, obviously it's it's moving so fast and the knowledge is it's just too vast as well that um we we have to utilize uh the knowledge from from everyone, really. So it's not that we're and that, that's a reason why this exercise incorporates mission partners and civilians and, and really multiple entities, joint forces, and whatnot, and, and why it's so vast is because cyber, the cyberspace and cyber domain, it, it touches everything. And so the collateral damage, like we were talking before, another reason why it you know you need really everybody included in it is because, yeah, you get on your Wi-Fi and you're sitting there and you're, you're, you're thinking that, uh, you know, not talking <coughs> to hack back, but say you're, you're trying to defend against something and you – you accidentally block a, a a service that's really needed, and there you go. Now you have collateral damage, and so it really comes down to ensuring that you have everyone in the loop and keeping that communication. and And actually, that's, that's sometimes the uh, the toughest piece is really the the communication and building that relationship, mm-hmm. um, which we're definitely trying to do. It's it's not that we're we're looking to maintain it where it's only military at all. It's it's actually the opposite, and and the military is starting to realize is uh, and, and especially from what I've seen in our perspective in our state with our uh, defensive unit is we're reaching out more and more to all the different agencies and saying, hey, what do you see? How, how can we bring more of this information to uh, work together? Because uh, it's, it's really coming into, uh, yeah, just based off the amount of information that's out there and the kind of exploits and, and whatnot. And the enemy is so vast and you can't really see them either. So you really need everybody on board in order to uh, sufficiently defend everyone. Yeah, and to your point,
3: Lee, about the relationships, mm-hmm. you know, we, can, we can set up uh, all these cool authorities, right? Because everything operates Ooh. off authority, whether you're at the NSA or in the Guard or whatever. We can set up all these authorities to where we're allowed to go and help the local water company. But if, if Bob in that server room has never met Captain Ford, he's not going to let him in. Right, Right. exactly. And, and,
1: and I'll add to that. So the original cyber disruption team, which was, was the first one in the U.S., was in Rhode Island. And Ken Bell and I wrote all the documents for that. And it was the very idea that you just expressed, which was how do how do you know Paul? <coughs> You've talked about this before. Right. And yeah. and that expanded into what today is called the joint cyber task force. But the mm-hmm. idea that, that went that went into FEMA and, and all the EMAs. And the idea was to bring all those parties together in times of disaster. So they actually stood up a communications desk at EMA. So that there was a person from the cyber side of this who was in Rhode Island, happened to be from the state police. But there were civilians involved in that too. And, and that whole document then expanded to include secondary people in the state that were civilians mm-hmm. because there were things the guard couldn't do. There right. were things the guard couldn't touch. I mean, I don't care what it was, they weren't supposed to touch it. And there were things the police couldn't do and and there was a lot of you know restrictions around that mm-hmm. from federal and state and local laws so we wanted to have a way so that you could call me and I could call Paul and we could say let's form a group and when this went when the shit hits a fan that I mean we can assemble a group of people who can facilitate that communication so that there's a person from Verizon sitting at the table and you can say, We have a tower we we could put up, can you connect to it? Mm -hmm. And Verizon can say, Yes, we're gonna plug that in. So our guy's gonna come out and plug that into your tower because the world is ending and we've got to solve this problem. And and that's kinda how, Joff, I think some of that starts to come together to respond to these catastrophes that may well exist and that's where all these exercises started coming from and why civilians started being involved in them because they wanted to see how do we how do we bring th- this group into this and Those groups have been very insular in the past. So the guard didn't talk to the police, and the police didn't talk, and the army didn't talk to the navy, and and nobody knew what was going on. It still
0: sounds like the army still doesn't want to talk to the navy. We don't talk to the navy. (laughs) They they, they talk to the air force. I mean, baby steps here, now.
4: baby steps. Well,
3: you know. You can signal the navy with those lights.
4: (laughs) I don't don't think you guys got the point of my question, um, or maybe it's just a statement, and that is there are. You know, a handful of civilian companies that peer with the world uh, outside of the United States. So it would be trivial for uh, in the event of an emergency, in the event of a significant cyber attack, it would be trivial just to shut off the damn fiber interfaces outside the United States and say, no, sorry, you are not communicating with us. Game over. And and so, you know, I'm ta- I'm taking.
0: I, the, yeah, but I don't know how trivial that really yeah, is, Josh. Neither. With all the redundancy and no, it's Work not, for it an ISP. Is right? I like. I they basically designed it for people like like they knew I was going to be in the data center, and so they designed it so when I trip over a cable, it doesn't take out access. You know, but it's overseas. not just trivial
1: logically either. I mean, it, it's not just a matter of flipping a switch. I mean, even if it's physically that, it's not a matter of of us just calling Canada and saying, "Hey, flip this switch and everything's going right. to be okay." I mean, there's like all these other layers. Mm-hmm. You know, the guard just can't come rushing into Montreal and go, "Hi, we're from the U.S. We got a problem here. Let's flip the switch," or even just make a call to the Canadian, whatever the the Canadian mounted police, and say. Hey guys, you know, flip that switch for
0: us. It, it's not as simple as I don't think it's as well, simple and then, as that. someone was reminding me today that there's a whole internet alongside the internet with internet too, yeah. and that all of these places are uh, universities and, and nonprofits yeah, are connected
4: via mm-hmm. the internet too. So you're not going to shut that down I, 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 either. I respectively disagree. I, these are BGP peers. These are just fiber optic links. It would be mind-numbingly trivial. Cut the routes. Cut the interfaces. Game over. And and so I I I actually take uh, some exception to the idea that oh my God, cyber attack, foreign cyber attack, bullshit. Just shut down the damn fiber interfaces. It's game over. Honestly, yeah, I've but been Jeff, in the industry, how do you, how do you I've know? It.
0: How do you know when a BGP joke is funny and when to laugh? When it when, you when got it converges, a long
4: prefix baby.
0: <laughs> when it converges.
2: Yeah. So- Paul's administrative distance is getting quite large. <laughs> so, somebody way above my head would be making those decisions on whether or not to cut the fiber. Because if they really thought, they were like, oh, okay, you know what? This is really messing it up. Let's cut the fiber. And then they're going to be like, well, where's my Netflix? Some general above him is going to be like, I don't have Netflix. No, no,
4: my point uh, is the internet is – the internet work itself is a trust agreement between providers, and that goes globally. And so all you need to do is exert the right influence on the right provider and say, shut down that peer. It's done. It's game over. All this bullshit above that layer, layer three and up, it doesn't matter. This is a layer two problem. You shut down the peers, game over. It's done. I, I,
1: I agree with you on the, on the layer two and below stuff, Joff. I do. I, I agree with you that, that, that shutting down those BGP peers, I agree. And, and Paul's got the administrative distance in his mouth to prove it, but, but uh, the, the, uh, to me the problem is way above layer seven. It, it's getting those agreements in place so that somebody can make that call so that, that it, you don't have to say there's a cyber attack affecting the state of Montana. Uh, I've got to call the State Department, the State Department has to set up a meeting with, the, with, with Canada and then Canadas going to get involved. I mean yeah, if you could get the agreements in place to say just just push this button and everything stops, Sure, but I think getting that agreement is going to be the really challenging part. I mean, just trying to get you know two states to agree on something yeah, the, is a challenge. <laughs> the red tape. It's really sure. the
2: relationship that you got. I mean, it's a lot of it's like preparing uh, preparing the uh, relationship, or and then that's like preparing the battlefield and preparing for the cyber battle. Ultimately, is, is really having those relationships in place to to kind of to put that. You know, and, Relu- and that's something we want to develop reluctantly- as well.
4: Yeah. So reluctantly, reluctantly, Preparated and uh, reluctantly, it's the gin talking. You reluctantly prepared. It's the gin talking. I do agree that po- the political layer absolutely affects what I'm saying, but the practicality of the issue is real, and everybody needs to understand that this is crap that we enable. Crap. This is this is protocol stuff that we enable by. Actually enabling interfaces by enabling um, layer one, layer two, and then layer three protocol exchanges that if we put the right mechanisms in place, we can absolutely shut them down. This is I a mean, horse shit. It's, it's t- technically trivial to shut this shit down, to say you will not peer with us. I mean, those of us in this room, in this call could even effect a denial of service attack on bgp that would actually shut it down um so you know i i I just get irritated that you have to invoke the political layer to actually prevent stuff that is easily preventable at a lower layer of the osi stack because honestly we don't need to subject ourselves to this shit just shut the fucking peer off and you're done (laughs) that much.
0: <laughs> are, you, are you done now, Job? <laughs> you kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn. I, I feel better now. Are you I, feel I'm better? Tall, Did I'm you tall. get tall. it off your chest? Ah,
4: <laughs> I, Shut it I down. know you're kind of irritated.
0: I think jacked. there's
2: a cream for that, but...
0: Um, yeah, believe me, even on the blue Jack, teams, we get Jack's that point.
2: Where, here, and you need know, some, some rash cream. yeah. You know, right, Because we're sitting there at the operator level, and we're like, can't we do this? Why can't we block it right now? Yeah, why, can't firewall? We shut it down. why can't we just right. stop it? And a lot of it comes down to we send it up, and we don't know the full picture of the entire mission. And they're like, we can't let you block that because of this other information or another service that we really need eyes on mm-hmm. for or some form of intelligence that they need, that they need to ensure that that, that uh, throughput's going through. So that's one of those things that we might not know, but higher up knows. And so it just gets really frustrating, especially on Blue Team, when we know that our mission partners network is just getting obliterated. And we're just like, all right, endpoint after endpoint, DC is compromised. Everything's just getting, like, you know, holes getting poked through. And they're like, "Uh, no, don't, don't block it.
1: But it could, be, it could be working toward that, Joff. I mean, I mean that, that's what the purpose of these joint interfaces was all about. Mm. So these exercises we were doing were about getting just the states to talk to each other. Because when we started doing this, literally, they didn't even know who to call. So if somebody says, who do you call in New Jersey about this? Nobody even had a list of names or even companies or who's doing it. And, and the purpose of those joint exercises was to expand that knowledge base so that I know you. And you know me, and I can call you and say, what should we do? And you say, well, I wish the guard could help, but we can't. We're restricted, but at least we know that. I know somebody to call. And in mass, there's a different set of rules than there is in Rhode Island, and there's a different set of rules in New York. But if we all work on that, we could get to, to Joff's model there, where, where we, I can call New York and say, flip the, the Layer 2 switch and drop those BGP pure nodes and shut them down. And it'll happen. But at the moment, I think that we're not quite there yet because the the above layer 7 stuff just hasn't caught up with with where Jav is talking about. I mean, in the real world, it's it's just there's too much diplomatic... Political yeah. miasma going on out there. A too much administrative. To teaching business. them
2: too, like teaching at but, the, the higher level as oh, well. To yeah. Make, like, you know, yeah. And they don't even they know, they know they what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: The pipes. Black magic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it was and it was very confusing to talk to people who were running. Like when we first started doing. no offense to any of EMAs, but when we first started talking to the EMAs, they didn't have people on staff that knew. Just like the mil- when we first started talking to military years ago, they didn't have people on staff that knew this. And uh, I saw somebody, somebody with some, some brass on their shoulders telling me that, you know, if there's ever a problem with this, a Hellfire missile will just come down the chimney and the problem's solved. And I said, what if the chimney's on a school? And the guy looked at me like, you know, yeah. And I mean, but, but they've, they've come around to that. So you're seeing that evolution of people suddenly, now they have you guys. So they can ask somebody who also has various. Uh, you know, things on their shoulders or sleeves or whatever and and get answers to those questions. So it's evolving, Joff, it's just not there yet. It should be there and it should be simple and I ought to be able to call Verizon and say just slam the door on this but that's just not what we learned was actually there and there was a lot of mistrust and a lot of concern and just getting those people in the room together was an interesting event because when we had the Army and the Air Force sitting in the same room with the police and with Verizon and all these other people it was a very tense conversation, and those were local people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even expanding it across national borders. It was just like people in the region, and they were, it was very tense.
2: Comes down to that trust. That trust. Absolutely. Model, you know? Do they trust you? And they're like, well, you might say you know what you're talking about, but if I still don't trust you, then it's not absolutely. Going to out. And it's really, yeah, we're in that. We're still in that uh, that phase of really growing that out and building and developing. And after I've been on about three cyber Yankees and. Each year, we, we just start to expand more and grow more. That mm-hmm.
1: uh, um, everybody knows each other. Relationships, yeah. So yes. it's starting
2: to grow bigger and better, and more of the the region itself is going to come together as as we start to develop. So, and I, I mean that's the exciting piece is actually seeing that develop and the knowledge piece because a lot of it was really you know getting people at the higher rungs to really mm-hmm. understand what's going on mm-hmm. with, with cybersecurity because a lot of it was well you handle my email how come my email's not working you know and now now you have to one teach them cybersecurity and then go through all that mess and then now you have to say all right now with this little bit of information that you understand we need you to take this and now interact with this entity and now trust each other from another state you know hmm and then that, and that really it just comes down to a lot of building and, and putting it together and I know even though cyber security is moving really fast the relationships they're going faster now but they, they move slower than cyberspace we'll just say that
0: awesome well Lee and Chris thank you very much for appearing on Paul Security Weekly it was nice having you Uh, with that we're going to take a short break come back and talk about the security news for this week stay tuned don't go anywhere